Hello, beautiful people. You are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life, and growth. And I am your host, Ife Renike. I'm so, so excited to finally be back. We are back with the second half of season one. I think that deserves a round of applause. I know you're clapping. You should be clapping all. <laughs> but I'm so excited. I am so excited because this half of the season, we're stepping up. We, we're actually stepping up. We're not playing any games. Well, we're still going to be fun, but like, you know, we're, st- we're stepping it up because this season we're going to have some guests. This season, I just want to amp up in terms of the things we're going to be discussing about. We're going to get a bit controversial that I think that's okay. We're going to step on a few toes and I think that's okay. But we're also going to have fun. We're also going to invite some people on the podcast. I've actually recorded with two guests. I'm recording my next guest next week. So the next, this episode you're about to listen to is with my very first guest. So my first guest today is Emmanuel and we're going to be talking about spiritual warfare. So I think you know what I mean now when I say we're stepping up a level because spiritual warfare is not a joke. Spiritual warfare is, you know, that's that's some serious stuff. But sometimes we're like, does it even exist? Like, I think everything is fallacy or, or are there supposed to be witches flying around the air or especially the way we see it on TV it kind of seems kind of unrealistic, right? But Today, we're going to get into the nitty gritty. We're going to be talking about what is spiritual warfare? How do we fight spiritual warfare? And of course, this episode is not about putting fear in you. So how do we stand and fight spiritual warfare without fear? Because the word of God says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and sound mind. So guys, as you listen to this episode, I pray you are blessed and you enjoy the episode. So just a little disclaimer, you guys know how much I like crisp and clear audio. And so it was so painful that as I was recording, I was hearing so much background noises. Not in everything, but at some parts of our recording. But just do your best to focus on what's being said because there are some really, really good tips that you guys should take note of. So just do your best to enjoy the episode and try and ignore those really annoying background noises. Hello beautiful people, you are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life and growth and I am your host Ifeniwa Moronike. So today we are here with an amazing guest, (laughs) he's already smiling. I want to introduce to you guys Emmanuel Oladapo, who is not only a powerful man of God over here in our school campus but even outside of the walls of our school. Actually a funny story, a funny story. the reason I'm able to record my episodes in school, and I know he's very humble, so he's not going to, he won't hype himself up. But the time that I said, oh, that, you know, I've been struggling to find a place to record, a lovely person was able to allow me to use the office to record the episodes. And so this is the person here, Emmanuel Oladapo, and I'm very, very, very excited because he's my very first guest on Limitless. And we're starting off this other half of the season with a guest. And so would you like to introduce yourself? Hi everyone, um, my name is Oladakwe Manu College, and I'm honoured, I'm honoured to be... I'm also honoured. I'm, 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 I'm super honoured. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super honoured to be, you know, on the podcast with Tifinwa, and she's someone I admire so much, and being a part of this that the Lord is doing through her is something I don't take for granted, so thank you, Tifinwa. Thank you. I also want to just put out there that it's a great, a huge honour actually to have such a powerful man of God on the podcast, especially because the first guest I'm having on the podcast, we had a Kanonia session two, two weeks ago-ish, where we had, um, first ever in my life I've done 12, well I had to leave, but I did about 10 hours of prayer and it was led by this powerful man of God over here. And, <laughs> if, 
And in that, it was in that session where I was like, okay, wow, like this person's actually going to come on my podcast. So today's episode, we're actually talking about a very, a serious topic. Many times we think that spiritual warfare is only for the pastors, for the prophets. Sometimes we even believe it doesn't really exist anymore. Yeah. It's fallacy. And I think it's the perfect time to discuss because we have Samano on the podcast with us. Thank you so much. You know, there are, there are about two extremes, you know. In, when, we, when we talk about spiritual warfare, mm-hmm. you know, there are the people who, you know, as a result of studying medicine, law, you know, mm. <laughs> you know, they, they've studied the whole philosophies of life and then they think that, you know, those things don't exist. Mm-hmm. And they are the, they are, they are, they are also, there's also the, the, the other extreme where they are just obsessed about spiritual warfare yes, and yes. not interested in investing time, you know. You know, gaining knowledge in other things, and irrespective of these two extremes you belong to, I want to believe that a believer should try to strike a balance. You know, gaining knowledge, you know, about every single thing regarding mm-hmm. your your work with God, and also not drinking with the place of spiritual exactly. warfare. So even if you go to school, uh, you know, you were taught as a law student and you graduated as a lawyer, you know. Whatsoever, uh, life is spiritual, and yeah. we we ought to be equipped with, you know, knowledge regarding um spiritual warfare, and and I'm glad to be here to talk about this. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent agree. So, uh, first question is um basic. I think the basic basic. Yeah. What is spiritual warfare? All right. So you know when we when we talk about spiritual warfare, um, it's 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 like a theme that just came up to. To describe, you know, um, like a war against, you know, the evil forces, like the the principalities and powers, you know, of this world. So when you talk about, you know, spiritual warfare, that's the first thing that comes to heart. You know, you are at war. You're in contention against, you know, spiritual forces. Okay, so I just wanted to read a verse, which okay. I think it goes perfectly with what you just said, actually which is um, in Ephesians. I'm sure you guys have seen this, um, where it says, put on the whole armor of God. But um, you mentioned the fact that we're in war with spiritual powers. Yeah, spiritual forces. So Ephesians 6, 12, you guys can write this down. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So I think that just wraps up, basically... What was just said that yeah. these things they they do exist. Yeah, exactly. They do. They do. They do exist. They really do exist. Mm-hmm. And there was like a pro- progression in the revelation of the scriptures regarding what's called spiritual forces. And you know, when you look at the Old Testament, so sometimes you will think, or oh, the devil was not really exposed mm. in the Old Testament. You know, although you know, I think one of the major activities of the devil that we saw was in the fall of man. Yeah, you know, story, yeah, yeah, when when he came, you know, in the form of the serpent yeah. and told them to eat that which you know God told them not to eat, and after that, man fell. And since after that time, there was a little knowledge about the activities of you know, of you know, of the of the principalities of this world. Mm. But one of the greatest things that Jesus coming to the heart, you know, has really done is exposing that there is what we call devil and there is what we call the activities of the devil, mm. which people should not be ignorant about. Mm. And that's why you will see Act 10, I think 38 saying, now God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and power, and he went about doing good and healing all those that were oppressed by the devil mm. because God was with him. So we see that even in scriptures, Jesus was the only person to first cast out a demon. Yeah. 
and then now we can cast out demons as believers now but it wasn't ever stated in the old testament that anyone ever got to cast out a demon or anyone ever got to you know you know to 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 do things like that which jesus did on earth and by the privilege of jesus coming to heart he was able to expose you know the activities of the devil you know so that it can be clear to us and our discernments can be can be sharpened to an extent where we know that there is truly spiritual forces that we are to war against yeah so so um actually follow-up question so we know that spiritual warfare exists but sometimes the way it's described in the Bible, you think, okay, the devil's going to come in physical form with a sword saying, I'm coming to attack you, or the demons, you'll be seeing them. Sometimes it plays very differently. It manifests very differently in the life of believers. So yeah. my next question to you is, how does spiritual warfare manifest or play out in the life of a believer? All right, all right. I think I think I would, I would, I would like to build up from Second Corinthians 10 verse 40. Okay, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. All right, thank you so much, um, Finua. I think KJV said, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mm-hmm. mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And one of the major things I've learned from that is, you know, one of the greatest ways that the devil is really manipulating you know our generation and many people out there is it's through the mind yeah and when i mean through the mind you know like that scripture said it said for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal yeah. talking about the word of god but mighty through god to the pulling down of strong goods you know and he explained the strong goods this is every high things that wants to exalt itself above the knowledge of god and bringing every thought into captive to yeah. the obedience of jesus so there are many times that the devil especially for those extreme that um actually i put in out they they don't believe that you know there's all spiritual warfare still exists exactly. or spiritual forces still exist so those kind of people you know wow. the devil <laughs> the devil will like those kind of people a lot because, against them. <laughs> exactly yeah. because their thoughts pattern has been fashioned towards the fact that it doesn't exist so is is activities around those people's life will be so strong and they won't be able to comprehend because they don't understand the way it works so exactly the same way people will you know for example now one of the one of the strongest activities of the devil you know in our day-to-day is you know um compromising the word of god and the truth of the scripture so if you know, there was a particular time um, I was listening to Ifeniwa, you know, you know, um, record a podcast here and I saw the way she was talking about, you know, the whole, um, I, I can't really remember, but I know she, she was talking about the whole lesbianism and gay stuff, but I can't, I can't really remember the exact, you know, podcast topic. Can, yeah, can you remember? remember? I don't remember, oh, but you, I remember mentioning Yeah, yeah. you and, and I was, and that's one of the things, the devil would one way make you see that you know the truth of god's word you know can be compromised and in such a way it begins to gain a great advantage in your thoughts pattern although there are many things i just said that to start off from that so sometimes the irregular thought patterns is a great warfare and the devil knows how to leverage on it you know should we talk about sickness and yeah. and disease, you know, there's this particular, you know, path when you know I said earlier that Jesus came to expose the works of what's it called of the, the devil. devil. 
And then there was this woman that had been bent, you know, bent for over 18 mm. years. And Jesus said, you know, that devil was the mastermind of that. Mm. And of course, I know that, you know, we are in this fallen world. Sometimes our natural forces leave us. They get, you know, they can, they can, they can abit. But I'm telling you that there are some things that are sponsored by the devil. And most of the times, recognizing spiritual warfare or the activities of the devil takes discernment of spirit. Yeah. Takes discernment of spirit. And, you know, discernment of spirit is a gift of the spirit. We, that is the reason why we should open up her heart. And discernment are sharpened by the word of God. Yeah. So, um, so I, I talked about, you know, the the, th- the the wrong thought patterns that the devil gain a leverage of, you know, sickness. What about forgiveness? <laughs> if you don't learn to forgive, I think it was Second Corinthians, I think 2, verse 10 downward. And Paul was writing that, you know, lest the devil gain advantage. If you don't learn to forgive, mm-hmm. so forgiveness or sorry, unforgiveness can be a road for the devil to access our lives. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I want to actually read that verse. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I to find it. Second Corinthians two ten. Yeah. Anyone you forgive, I also forgive, and what I have forgiven, if there was any thing to forgive i have forgiven in the sight of christ for your sake then 11 in order that satan might not outwit us exactly for we are not unaware of his schemes. exactly yeah so so forgiveness sorry unforgiveness is a is a is a scheme by the devil especially when you hold people at heart you are creating a room for the devil to gain a leverage on and you know with with all these things i said discernment of spirits is very important there there are so many so many things to talk about but the most important like i've said you know that would i think sharpen our discernment learn to 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 forgive so that you don't open the windows and the door for the devil to gain a leverage on for about incorrect thoughts patterns when you see that these things are not consistent with the will of god you know proper renewal of mind proper understanding of a believer's authority and when you see some sicknesses and disease ah uh, that you know they are lingering for a very long period of time you know mm. you know i've seen cases and scenarios of people going to the hospitals and and when they get to the hospitals and then the doctors will be like they don't know what's, they don't know what's wrong yeah. They don't know what's wrong, or you know, the person is has the symptoms, but the scans are not picking them. You know, at several hospitals, and are you, are you telling me that's that's natural? Or sometimes when they do know what's wrong, but there's they have nothing they can do about do it. it. Exactly. And the person has been suffering yeah. for years, and they feel like that's it's normal, or you know, maybe if I find the cure, not knowing that this is actually a spiritual exactly a spiritual it's a spiritual battle. And and come to think of it. Do you realize I had someone say that, and I and I held family to it that there is no single family in Africa that does not have maybe an extended relative yeah. that has something to do with an occult. Honestly, Africans, we can't play with spiritual warfare <laughs> because it wasn't that long ago that Christianity <laughs> came to Nigeria. I, my, I think my great-grandmother, or somebody anyway, was like one of the chief priestess hmm. of um, Oshun, hmm. like the people hmm. that worship water. So we can't, it's not us that can now be doing uh, spiritual warfare. Do you know the kind of stuff that our ancestors have done? Exactly. You see, when you just ask for well, mm-hmm. is either your cousin or your cousin, yeah. cousin, brother, you know, that has something in relation with, you know, the Hawkeye. Mm. But yeah, I, I agree 100% what you said. Where um, 
a lot of times people may be going through spiritual oppression yeah. and because of our ignorance to spiritual warfare yeah. and the things of the spirits, you yeah. think that it's normal or you feel like um, this happens to everyone. You don't. And the thing is, if you do not recognize it as spiritual warfare, you'll never be able to get healing. Yeah. You'll never be able to get deliverance yeah. because you see it as normal. Yeah. Sometimes even things like depression yeah. where you may think that, oh, you know, something bad happened to me. I'm depressed. Yeah. Everybody's depressed. It's normal. Yeah. No. <laughs> the things that are normal for people of the world are not normal for children of God. God. So the things that you're noticing, this is odd. Some There's darkness within this. If you feel like this is normal for you, mm. then you have no idea of spiritual warfare. And then that's where the problem is. And that's where Sir Manor was talking about discernment. Yeah. The first stage is discernment, mm. discerning that this is warfare. Yeah. And once you understand this is warfare, you know how to fight. Mm. And yeah. we're going to get into that, you know, weapons of warfare and how to fight spiritual yeah. warfare. Yeah. But the next thing that I want to ask you is basically what I was discussing. How do we fight this warfare? Wow. This, this spiritual thing that seems so abstract and that you can't see it. You may not be able to physically see yeah. it. Okay, how do you now fight something without using physical weapons? weapons. Okay, okay let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me say a story. Then I would, I would, I would go ahead and... You know, one of my friends recently on campus, you know, he, he just came to my room, you know, and then he just told me, you know, I've been falling sick for... You know, every 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. That's oh wow, there's a time bracket. <laughs> there's, a, there's a time bracket. Oh, it's oh. spiritual attack. <laughs> so, and then I asked, what, what happened? You know, he just told me. He said, you know, there was like an argument between him and his roommate, mm. and then only for him to just turn back and go sit on his bed. The roommate was already on the floor with calabash. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's calabash. Sorry, I'm not supposed to laugh. Yeah, <laughs> with calabash, and he was calling his name. <laughs> and God forbid. And, and, and listen, my friend, being a very totally ignorant of spiritual warfare, oh, has seen the problem. Wanted to wanted to fight the battle physically. physically now yeah. we're to slap him. And <laughs> Mistake number uh, one. Yeah, I break the calabash. You know, I'm thinking that's the solution to. You know, you know, left the room. You know, came back into the room. When he came back into the room, ah, he just saw the guy on the floor with another set of calabash. Wow. <laughs> you know, and you know, I'm so grateful to God. After he came, he immediately he came to my room. I knew this was extreme spiritual. I'm yeah. so grateful to God. After that day, you know, the sickness left him oh, and things like that. Glory to God. But. My, my, my point is just the reason for the story is how that, you know, so many people think you fight spiritual battle physically. Mm. I was talking to someone, I think, yesterday or two days ago because I've been having this very long discipleship, you know, training with a lot of people. And I told them, I said, the number one reason why you, you think I'm powerful, I'm burning for God, is not, it's not first ministry, it's because I recognize devil is in the equation. Mm. And it's, it's really after my life, you know. And so, because most of the time, this is the mistake we make. We think in the context of things, it is just God and the believer. Mm. So meaning, uh, what I need from God, yes. God will do. Yes, Forgetting yes, that yes. there is also a devil that's fighting. that is fighting. Yeah. So such, such a thing is a motivation to take your work with God very serious. It's a great motivation to take your work very serious. So, I said all of that to just say this, that. You need to get out of that state of ignorance, mm. thinking spiritual warfare does not exist. He does, my brother. He does, my sister. And even the Bible said the devil is going about like a roaring lion, lion. looking for whom to, to devour. devour. Yeah. So he's, 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 
if you devil is uh, it's not a prophecy of doom but if you are listening to me right now devil is after yeah. you sorry it's after me too it's after if anyone it's after everyone but that's when we understand that our believers authority plays a crucial role in spiritual warfare meaning that as a believer you should renew your mind with the fact that you know you have that authority i said in the beginning that the great like the greatest you know activity of the devil was um during the fall of man yeah, yeah and there was a prophecy that god gave while he was trying to give a judgment because of that which was done and god said he says the seed of this woman shall bruise the head of the serpent and I can't really remember where this is, but I know it's in Arana, Genesis 3. It says, the seed of this woman shall bruise the head of the serpent. And the seed of this woman was talking about Jesus. Because a woman does not produce a seed. It is, um, how should I put it? It is the man that produces a seed. So theologians call it protivagelion. That was where evangelism or the evangelical ministry of Jesus was ever talked about in the Bible. It says, the seed of this woman shall bruise the head of the serpent. So meaning, the serpent was going to be crushed by what by the seed of this woman by jesus that's which jesus did and when jesus came on earth he demonstrated believers authority he went about healing the sick and doing those things but the major demonstration of crushing the head of the serpent was that which he did on the cross you know after you know he died he was buried and he resurrected and you know the book of colossians said you know having the same principalities and power he said he made the public show of them all by his victory over them on the cross so by his victory over them on the cross jesus um what's it called crushed the head of the serpent and although we may say you know if jesus crushed the head of the serpent then why are we still so concerned yeah, about you know I've heard this as well. why yeah. are we still so concerned about you know fighting spiritual battles and things like that but we have to remember something just like i said god is in the equation we are in the equation devil is in the equation yeah. He may have been crushed, but he's, he's still the God of this world. Like, I, I don't know how to put this. I'm trying to be very careful with my words so I don't give the wrong perspective to people. Because the earth is falling, the devil still has a legislation on this earth. Yeah. So, but we as a believer, we fight from a position of victory. Yeah. A position yes. of victory. Yes. Not a position of, you know, of defeat, but mm. from a position of victory. So when I wake up and i say this is who i am in christ just like ephesians 1 verse 18 and 19 says that we should understand the same mighty power that works in jesus because this was the same power that raised him from the dead and set him far above principalities and powers and romans 11 says and if the same power that raised christ from the dead dwells in you so meaning there is a power at work in us that jesus operated in that is making him seated far above principalities and powers. And because you're seated in the heavenly places with Jesus, then also we have such authority mm. and power to be able to demonstrate what's it called power on head and you know be more than conqueror mm. when it comes to spiritual warfare. So, how do we fight um spiritual warfare? That's the question. Number one, you know, let's go of ignorance. Number two, renew your mind. Number three, be conscious of the power of God that's working you. You know, thoughts, don't, don't joke with the place of 
you know just like i said at koinonia i said spiritual mastery takes time mm-hmm. so 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 take the place of prayer you know the place of the word very serious and the fifth one with the fact that your mind is renewed be conscious to demonstrate the power of god every single time so meaning i can it's it's your destiny to trample upon serpents and snakes mark 16 17 says what and this says shall follow them that believe that you lay hands on the sick and the gates mm-hmm. or cast out demons in my name it says you trample upon snakes and even if you take up poisons they won't harm you mm-hmm. and you have to speak in new tongues those are signs that shows that you truly believe and it's our life as a believer to demonstrate the power of god and regarding spiritual warfare not the devil winning is he has been trampled upon he's mm-hmm. under our feet so from a position of victory, we try as much as possible to defeat him totally around our lives and our families. Mm. So um, that's, that's, that's my answer to that. Yes, I actually wanted those verse that I, I wrote in terms of authority. Luke ten nineteen, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and yeah. to overcome all the power of the enemy. Yeah. Nothing will harm you. Yeah. And that's where he was talking about um, the authority we already have in Christ. And this is going to lead to actually my next question because... We've discussed spiritual warfare, and I do pray that after listening to this, Holy Spirit is convicting you that, okay, this this exists. But we this topic didn't come up so that we can put fear yeah, in, yeah. in you guys. And so the next question, what I just want to you know ask you is, how do we how do we avoid fear in the midst of warfare? All right. So this is it. Um, you know, the Bible already said it, that he, had not give, he has not given us the spirit of fear, oh, but of power, power love, and sound mind. mind. Yeah. So this is it. It has happened to me a lot of times, especially for those that, you know, they ask me this question that, you know, how, how do you demonstrate the power of God? Those that are very, very close to me, they know that I'm, I'm very daring, especially when it comes to the power of God. Mm. I don't care. I'm very daring. I want to destroy the activities mm. of the devil in your life. And so, <laughs> and so they ask, they ask most of the times, what exactly is sponsoring such, you know, such thing? Number one, I tell them it's, it's the conviction of the word of God. Whatever makes you to still be living in fear during spiritual warfare is a proof that your mind has not been renewed mm. and you don't believe what the word of God has said, mm. you know, about, you know, about the fact that you, you have, you know, he has given us authority. authority. Yeah. So when those things happen, when you're in the midst of fear, then you have to go and renew your mind. And this is one thing I've also learned. There are times that maybe I want to heal a sick publicly. And then my mind is telling me that, ah, are you sure this sick will be healed? That doubt. There's one thing I do. I hold on to the word of God. It says, and this sense I'll follow them that believe. It's, it's in my heart and my mind. Mm-hmm. And this sense I'll follow them that believe. So it's the word, not me. Yeah, it's yeah. the word, That's not my mind. Mind, yeah. It's the word, not my mind. Yeah. It's the word, not my mind. But when fear happens, fear happens as a result of not believing in God. Because our spirit is very elastic to, mm. to, to, to to be capable to do all that the Lord wants us to do and would have us do. But when fear begins to come in, it shows that, you know, you, you, you're either, you know, not strong on the word of God or you don't have a great prayer life or you don't yet believe all that the word of God has said about you. And how do you rebuke that? It still goes back to renewing your mind. Yeah you know, confessions and building convictions. And even when you're trying to demonstrate the power of God 
and you see your mind you know beginning to waver then what comes to mind is the word of god you allow the word of god to be that thing that sponsors you and convince you to do that which you have to do to demonstrate the power of god in the midst of warfare at least i i've been aware of spiritual warfare for almost all my life because i've you know i grew up in a christian household mm. but there's times where you do feel fear because mm. sometimes it can the, the devil portrays himself as much bigger than mm. he really is exactly in fact he should be scared of us as believers yeah, but yeah. he tricks us to think no we're supposed to be scared exactly. of him and it's until you understand my authority as a christian that yeah. no how how dare the devil try and put fear in mm. me he should be scared of yeah, me really, i shouldn't be scared of him yeah. but of course as you said it takes renewal of your mind, mind. it takes understanding your authority yeah. in christ it takes building your foundation in terms of the word of god, god and who you are in christ yeah. so okay so we've actually come to the end Wow, such a such a such a great time to be here. Uh, honestly, like my first ever guest on the podcast, and I enjoyed it so much. I learnt as well. You know, it's the reason I I was really adamant on getting in guests is because I also want to be learning. The wow. podcast is for everybody, the listeners, wow. and for us as well to learn. So, all glory to God. But um, I actually have one more question. All right. Um, and this is it, it doesn't have to be related to spiritual warfare, yeah. but generally. Just the final question is any advice that you have or words that you have for anybody listening okay. that you think could be yeah okay, actually it was it was it was even laid in my heart to pray for the sick i'll pray for the sick if i leave this podcast yeah. i hope you don't mind no 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 <laughs> definitely yeah so but my advice is just you know i think i mentioned it in you know in, in passing and it's that if you don't want to take your work with god serious please take it serious because devil is in the equation <laughs> so it's not just God. Yeah. So the devil is going about like a royal lion looking for him to devour. And he, he likes those people that they don't know anything. <laughs> he likes to oppress those people that they don't know anything. And, you know, because I'm, I'm so grateful to God for, you know, this is not a show of, you know, we didn't come here to share testimonies, but I'm so grateful for many people that have been released from bondages. As a result of ignorance and so many things and sometimes when i go back to my true self and then i just begin to think of those things sometimes i'm crying and i'm like god like that's how these people their destinies would have been, would have been exactly caged or you know destroyed as a result of ignorance and not just willing to serve the lord and not willing to commit to spiritual growth so i i, I want to beseech everyone please and i know the people listening to this podcast are majorly teens and youth. Mm-hmm. I, I I encourage you. You know, it's not you are not too young to serve the Lord. No. You are not too. No, <laughs> the thing is, I even had this thing somewhere where anyone I think they're too young to serve the Lord, demons they don't look at your age before they attack. <laughs> exactly. They don't care how old you are before they attack. So. Exactly, exactly. So you're not too young. You're not too young to do the will of God. You're not too young to live purpose to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's my that's my advice and. Um, I want to just pray very quickly for if you're sick in your body, please just place your hands there. Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I pray for as many listening right now in the name of Jesus. Let every sick be healed in the name of Jesus. Let every sick be healed in the name of Jesus. Let every sick be healed in the name of Jesus. I know, I know that person struggling with eye issues. You're going to be healed as a result of this in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. As a result of this in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I 
I add palpitations. I I I curse you right now in the name of Jesus. Mm. I curse you right now in the name of Jesus. Mm. I curse you right now in the name of mm. Jesus. Let every pains in your body, in your back, pains in the legs, let them be cursed right now in the name of mm. Jesus. And every long-standing afflictions in the name of Jesus. We release you from it in the name of Jesus. We release you from it in the name of Jesus. We release you from it in the name of Jesus. And very quickly, I just want you to say after me, say in the name of Jesus, um, I, I have power. Uh, I have authority. I lay hands on the sick and the ghetto. Oh, I cast out demons in the name of Jesus. I speak in new tongues. I trample upon serpents and snakes, and nothing shall by any means hurt me. And that's my life as a believer. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Thank you so much, if you are. Thank oh you God. so much. Uh, Thank I, you. I am so grateful. Thank you so much. Thank and you. See you. <laughs> All listeners of Limitless Podcast. See you. Yeah. So, guys, um, that we're at the end of the podcast. Um, I'm so grateful to have my amazing guest today. So, yeah, I hope you learned a thing or two. I pray that this doesn't stop here, but you take this back to your various places you meditate upon it you grow in christ more understand spiritual warfare and your authority in christ more so that's it guys we are at the end of the episode i hope you enjoyed it you learned a thing or two i hope you understand that spiritual warfare is not fake but also it's not to put fear in us either and of course i must i must i must remind you to leave a review leave a rating and to share if you are on spotify or apple Podcasts, you can always leave a review or leave a rating and I would love that so much. And if you want to start a conversation, you want to, you know, discuss a few things, maybe you disagree, maybe you really agree, you can always message me on social media. I have my descriptions or my details in Apple Podcasts. I don't know about other podcast platforms, but they should be there as well. They should be there as well. Okay, guys, so I'll see you next week. Bye. Have a blessed week. <laughs>